This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Good afternoon and welcome. Tonight is the night and the excitement is electric. Of course, I'm talking about the Raptors in the NBA final. Streets are being closed off in anticipation of huge crowds at Toronto's Jurassic Park. And the whole GTA is on the bandwagon with public viewing areas, satellite Jurassic Parks in Mississauga, Brampton, Burlington, Whitby, and Pickering, as well as 33 Cineplex theaters. Bars and restaurants are preparing for a huge night, and there are all kinds of numbers floating around about what this will do for our city's economy. What about you? Are you a longtime fan or just joining the bandwagon? And are you going to participate in the public party or parties or enjoy it in the comfort of your own home? The reports, by the way, on the ticket prices that I have heard are eye-popping. I just saw tickets advertised in the 300 level, and that's the balcony going for $755. People, that's US. And I heard even crazier numbers, 45000 for a courtside seat. And, and when we get into it, I'll tell you the story <laughs> about how I was courtside on the very first game the Raptors had many years ago. So I want to hear from you. The numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And with us now, Wally of the Naz and Wally Sports Hour and Brampton Councillor Charmaine Williams, who came up with the idea of converting Brampton's Garden Square to Jurassic Square, and Tony Ellenis. President and CEO of the Ontario Restaurant, Hotel and Motel Association. Welcome, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Hello. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Tony, great hello. To be, great to be with you. Always great to be on your show. Thank you. Okay. Wally, let's okay. start with you. Let's like, do it. How, how big is it? Uh, it's huge, Libby. Uh, Toronto, and we had this discussion just before we went in the air. We are now. For the next couple of weeks, we are part of the center of the sporting universe. Uh, we are the the world has its eyes on Toronto. Um, we tend we at times we're a hockey centric city. Basketball is a world sport, probably second only to soccer. And everybody in the world, this is the ultimate. It's the NBA Finals, and all eyes of the world are on Toronto, and especially at nine o'clock tonight. It's huge, Libby. It really it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, and Charmaine, okay, so we have five satellite Jurassic Parks. So you were among the first with Mississauga, but mm. it, it took a bit of doing. You had to get permissions. Tell us about that. How yeah. did this come to be? So, you know, when we were getting close to um, the end of the Eastern Conference um, Championship, we... Uh, 
some of the council members, we kind of started putting the bug in our staff's ear to let's start working on Brampton having uh, our own Jurassic Square. And uh, But because it switched over to the NBA championships, it's the NBA you had to get permissions from. And that took a lot of work. There was many phone calls, lots of discussions back and forth from our staff um, to the representatives from the NBA and the MLSC as well to, to get the broadcasting rights. And uh, we got the news around Tuesday <laughs> late Oh, afternoon. so it's the broadcasting rights and not the name Jurassic Square or Jurassic Park. No, it's more the broadcasting rights. We have a massive screen in our downtown Brampton core and it's a beautiful location with um, you know seating we it's right in front of the Rose Theater that we have there and we have lots of festivals and events and uh, you know it, it's a perfect location for all of the Brampton fans to come down and just get on the Raptors even if you are a new fan we don't mind bandwagoners okay. <laughs> sure, I, mean, I, I mean I just like to say it's a remarkable accomplishment um, Obviously, to to be able to bring that event in the community to share with it and everybody to join together, and the fact that you've been able to get the NBA to uh, to approve this is a remarkable accomplishment. These are not easy rights Mm-mm. to 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 be granted. So, um, my compliments, and uh, I'm sure it'll be wonderful. Yeah, and, we're and so excited. Let's bring in Tony Ellenis. What kind of a night are you expecting for your members? Well, these are amazing times we live in here uh this is the sunshine we have not been seen this year (laughs) and and sunshine has a bearing and impact in the success of a restaurant especially those that have patios but this is a a buzz in the air we all feel it and it's not just in toronto it's right across ontario in restaurants and bars watching the game and there are new new Sport fans that have been recruited to enjoy basketball for many years to come. The investment here is remarkable. Well, I'm looking at some numbers, and last year, uh, the spending at downtown bars during home games climbed 55%, and at bars and pubs near the Air Canada Centre up 64%. That's according to Moneris. Do you have any uh, kind of number that you're expecting, Tony? Well, those are the numbers that, that we're seeing. And uh, of course, if the if a restaurant is, is filled up, uh, there's only so much you can go higher than that. But but it's not that. It, it's about the, the um, more people are out to um, get together and socialize. It's the competitiveness feeling. It's the gathering that happens between games. Mm-hmm. Charmaine, what are you... Ho- a, sorry. A, it creates a, a passion for the sport now, and you'll have more people in years to come going out watching basketball games, especially, you know, those those establishments that had TV performance enhancements such as larger screens. Charmaine, what are you hoping for uh, bars and pubs in Brampton? Well, you know, we have a great downtown area and we have been for a while looking at ways that we can continue to grow um, the activity and the foot traffic. So, you know, having this, uh, it really did spark a larger, a larger question. And uh, so yesterday I moved a motion for staff to look at uh, developing a framework and a process um, of acquiring rights for 
all other sporting events. We have the Women's World Cup coming up very soon as well, and we want to be able to broadcast that in our square as well. So it really brings on a larger question around the economic development of our downtown core and uh, the potential of more foot traffic and having our Brampton residents stay in Brampton, spend money in Brampton, you know, live, work, and play. And and hopefully relieve some of the congestion <laughs> Absolutely. downtown. Absolutely. I, I want to give the numbers out again and just say, people, a little patience, please. If you're calling, we're going to get to you. So hang in. The numbers to call, 416-360-0740, toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. I am here with... Tony Alanis from the Ontario Restaurant, Hotel and Motel Association with Wally from the NAS and Wally Sports Hour right here on AM740 and Charmaine Williams, who is a city councillor from Brampton, which we'll have Jurassic Square tonight. <laughs> Jurassic Square. Square. And how many people does it hold? Oh, up to 4,000, I think. Wow. Yeah, maybe more. And, uh, you know, if we and the staff are so organized, they have plans and security and they're working with the police. And if they need to close down streets, they will. So we are prepared. We are prepared for the masses of Brampton Raptors fans. Basketball is the most popular sport with younger Canadians. And, And the chemistry in the greater Toronto area is perfect for the Raptors to lead the way. Uh, the diversity, the ethnic market that follows basketball more so than any other sport. And, and, and globally, basketball is becoming the sport. And, 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 and we are thankful for the amazing Raptors that continue to create this fever right through the, this, uh, this province, this, this nation. And, 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 and it's remarkable how sport events such as this one bring the country together more like more than anything else and we've seen it before remarkable how a sports team can 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 create pride to canadians you know speaking of diversity and speaking of brampton so we have to talk about the so-called super van, super fan nav Batya, who is a, a car dealership owner from Brampton who has been at every Raptors home game ever, who has bought thousands of tickets, which he handed out mostly to underprivileged kids from the South Asian community. And uh, this, uh, Charmaine, would you agree that he's had a big part in creating a big fan base in that community in Brampton? Absolutely, he has. And, you know, I, I'm just so thrilled that he is from Brampton. He has a dealership in Brampton. We we are his super fan in Brampton. <laughs> and, you know, doing what he's been doing for the community to bring attention to basketball, showing, showing everyone that basketball sees like doesn't you don't have to be a certain, you know, ethnic group community to enjoy it. It's for everyone. Libby, we had the we had the privilege of having Nav on our show early on in our run a few years back, and he was kind enough to come in studio with us, uh, uh, proudly sporting his Raptors jersey uh, that particular Sunday morning. And uh, we just had it was just a distinct pleasure. Uh, he's a gentleman, uh, passionate, passionate about basketball, and 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 the other part of it, he's just extremely passionate about Canada. And being a Canadian, and yeah, and you know, you you know, 
he's 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 been a big part of the Toronto Raptors since day one. You he's, you see him on TV every game, sitting in the same spot, and uh, he just loves the game. He loves Canada, and just uh, we had the privilege of talking to him and uh, tremendous memories of that hour. Certainly. Okay. Well. Okay. Let's take a call from Michael, who's on the four hundred one. Hi, Michael. Libby, how are you today? Fine, how are you? I'm fine, thanks. And uh, all I want to say about sports casting in, in general, I believe people really tend to watch sports as they've been involved in. Myself, I'll watch tennis all day. I'll watch football, baseball, you know, stuff like that. But I was not a basketball player. So for me, Raptors, well, it's nice they're in the, the, uh, the finals, but it's, it's no big deal. That said, basketball like soccer it's a, it's a cheap sport all you need is a ball and a hope a hope to shoot it in and um, <clears throat> we have a huge fan base in toronto as a result of that so it's not surprising they're so popular it's not surprising that they're so loved and uh, i really do wish the raptors well it would be great for the city it was good for the people of toronto Okay, you know what? I'm going to come clean now. <laughs> I'm going to come clean. I could also watch tennis all day. I play tennis. Uh, other sports, not so much. Okay, I have to say that at the, uh, shall we say, urging of my husband, we started watching basketball, and it's right. good to watch. It's 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 a fun game to watch, and uh, I'm a, I'm one of those bandwagon people. Though uh, if you hang on the line, Monk, Michael, or keep listening when we let you go, I will tell the story of those courtside seats at the very first game. <laughs> but, well, I'll, I'll keep listening, but I have one more comment. Why is there no more? Not more judo on TV. Come on, it's a great sport. <laughs> or darts. We, that matter. We, we just uh, saw sumo it, yeah. wrestling with Donald Trump. Uh, uh, <laughs> Michael, uh, thanks so much uh, for your call. If 150 pounds of jolly fun. Uh, <laughs> basketball, as your listener said, and soccer are the most participating sports in the world. Uh, and you have countries like India, China, Philippines. Basketball is number one or number two in popularity uh, and rising. And in Europe, even especially with soccer, of course, being their religion there, basketball is gaining ground, and it's the younger people that are pushing it. It's, it's, it's you know, it's, it's, it's not like we woke up and because the Raptors are in the NBA Finals and suddenly, you know, we use this term jumping on the bandwagon. Um, basketball's been a big part of this country. I mean, I remember playing basketball wasn't in high in, school. Wasn't Absolutely. it invented here? Yeah, uh, I think basketball I don't was know, invented I don't by, think a Canadian. by a Canadian. Yeah. But in Springfield, Illinois, if I'm oh, not mistaken, okay. by James, Na- James Naismith. Uh, basketball, you know, uh, it, we, because of the success of the Raptors, it's been taken to a different level. But it's it's not like it just showed up overnight. There, are, There's always been a huge amount of basketball fans in this country. I grew up loving basketball. I'm a Zoomer, Libby. I grew up in the 60s and 70s. I watched Will Chamberlain. I watched Bill Russell. They may not have been Toronto players. You know, Jerry West was a hero of mine. We talked about John Havlicek on the show, who just passed away a little while ago. There's There's been a, a bedrock of basketball fans in Canada in the Toronto area and you know the Raptors are now taking it because we are uh in the NBA finals we're just it's it's just taken to a different level and that's great and everybody should 
feel that they can participate in that. And I have to say that the young people, especially in Brampton, there's a, a, a large youth following of ba basketball players, basketball enthusiasts. Um, you know, we have the the Raptors 905 in Brampton. And so we, we've also been a place that really developed strong basketball oh. players that have gone on to the NBA. For the first time in history, uh, I, I think it's the first time in history, the number one draft choice in the NBA two years in a row was from Toronto. Yeah. It was Wiggins and, and, and the Bennett kid, I believe. Mm -hmm. There's more NBA players now from Canada uh, than any other country in the world other than the United States. Wow. You yeah. know, we've got R.J. Barrett, who's going in the top one or two. We've got Jamal Murray, Wiggins. I mean, the Canadian national basketball team's now a world force. And we just, this year, uh, inducted um, Michael Meeks into the Brampton um, Sports Hall of Fame. And he played for Canada's team. So, you know, we have a, a basketball is so strong. And even uh, the We the North flag that I was taking <laughs> pictures with, I took that from my son's bedroom. <laughs> you know, and, and my son is going to be 15 in a couple of weeks. So we have... a. a I really am encouraging families and parents to feel comfortable with coming down with their teenagers to watch the game in such a family-friendly environment downtown Brampton at our Jurassic Square because you know we it's have really yeah is. Brampton has the like one of the youngest populations so we want this to play, be a place where we, you know families can come and celebrate yeah and, and now Tony Tony Alanis Tony I'd like to run something by you because as positive as everything is I'm looking at some commentary from a professor of business and economics and he was saying that that really he thinks the economic benefit is overestimated and that there have actually been a number of global studies that looked at other sporting events like the World Cup, the Olympics, college football games that show that there's no real impact on sales tax revenue, incomes, or permanent employment. It's not about the revenue and the impact to the economy during this event. It's the future. Toronto is on the map. You have a force of media from all over the world right now that have Toronto uh, on their TV sets, and people are watching it. They, this makes Toronto a great city, events such as this. And just to show how restaurants love the sport and, and what Raptors is doing right, are, doing, are doing right now, restaurants are starting to post signs on their doors to indicate that Kawhi Leonard can eat free. <laughs> well, that's that's good publicity for them. But, I think that once you say that, that and and it gets reported on the air, I think that's well. Great. We're promoting that. Well, it's yeah. great for a, an investment of a player that that would continue to support. Uh, you know, he's the, win, the last you know. guy that needs free food. And, you know, <laughs> and, he, and he can afford it, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Libby, I look at the argument. I mean, the argument is. You know, Toronto's a great city. We don't need basketball or the NBA finals to prove that. We don't. But, but the folk, you know, the, we are the focus of the sporting universe in the world for the next couple of weeks. And what could be a better marketing strategy to sell Toronto? I mean, uh, tourism sells Toronto. Tourism's, you know, Ontario sells tourism. Um, you know, Everybody even, looking at Toronto for the next two weeks is great. Even, de yeah. even decisions by NFL to bring a franchise team here have a lot of uh, uh, saying in uh, how Toronto acts 
and behaves during this type of uh, experience we are facing right now. Okay, let's uh, hear from Dorothy in Toronto. Hi, Dorothy. Oh, hi, hi, Libby. I just wanted to say uh, basketball has been in Canada since, well, my two eldest brothers, who are both deceased, were basketball players. They were in hockey in the winter, and then in the summer, my dad had a one of those loops put on the garage, and this is in Cape Breton, for them to play basketball. And uh, they were really good at it. My eldest daughter, who is six feet, she won all the games at the school, St. Joseph's in grade school. So, I mean, we, we've always loved all the sports and athletes in Canada, from hockey I was a badminton player. I was really good at that. But, I mean, we always love sports, so I don't know if it's putting it on the map. I know four years ago, my youngest daughter called me and said, please, Mom, pray for the rafters. So I have been praying for them ever since. Okay, well, it looks like it's worked, Dorothy. Thanks for your call. (laughs) I don't know if they need the help from prayers. It looks like they're doing pretty well on their own. The the, the Raptors, you know, they're doing fine. Um, You know, the basketball where, you know, there's a buzz in the city, but at 9 o'clock tonight or shortly after 9 o'clock, the referee's going to throw the ball up and there's going to be a tip. And the basketball game is going to start, and yeah. the series is going to start, and uh, be interesting to see um, how this series develops. Uh, you know, the 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 so-called smart money is on on the Golden State Warriors, but uh, mm. uh, let's see. Uh, there is a path to victory for the Toronto Raptors, so uh, we'll but, see what happens. And wasn't think, wasn't the smart money on the other the team in the in the in the semis as well? Yes, uh, you're absolutely right. Uh, and that's what makes sports so great because you never yeah. know what's going to happen. That's right, and I I really do think we're gonna uh, really. Give but, Golden State a good run for their oh, money. You know we are so strong. The, right the now. Raptors are not going to roll over and play dead. They're they're, they're up against one of the greatest teams in NBA history, uh, with a lot with three or four potential Hall of Famers on the team. But you know, um, sports is sports, mm-hmm. and we're the underdog. Uh, but the Raptors are on a on a high right now. They've won four straight. Uh, they showed a tremendous amount of resilience in that Milwaukee Buck series, and Kawhi Leonard has been the best player in the world yeah. for the last for the last month or so. So uh, you never know. Let, let me ask you this: um, as a nervous, yeah. not very good player, <laughs> uh, is there a point where nerves kick in where they suddenly people can be overwhelmed by the, the hugeness of the occasion? Absolutely. That's that's sports, Libby. Uh, some professional, Not just me? No, not just you. <laughs> some professional athletes handle the moments better than other professional athletes. Now, I will say this. Kawhi Leonard has proved... In, the, in in throughout his career, he's a former and let, let's not forget he was the MB, MVP of the NBA Finals. I think it was 2014 with San Antonio. He's been there before. You know, he's calm as a cucumber. Yeah, he was he calming is. his teammates down in that last game when mm-hmm. you know when when they were behind and said. So he's he's got the perfect disposition yeah. to uh, you know they're all nervous right at the beginning of the game. Then they calm down. They play their game. Um, he's a remarkable leader. He's steadied this team. He's kept everybody even keeled. And uh, nerves, you know, he he doesn't seem to have any. Mm-hmm. 
but players, yeah, they do, and it, it affects games at times. But, but being in the finals also develops them for next year to be a better player, to handle pressure more. Well, that's true. Well, Once I'm more worried about it. them handling really pressure right, starting yeah. at 9 o'clock tonight <laughs> than I am about next year. But uh, I, think the, I think the Raptors will rise to the occasion. Yeah. Um, um, are they going to win the series? They're capable of winning the series. I would, I think being the underdogs, yeah, they, I can't see any rational way to make them the favorites. Uh, but they proved they were mentally tough against the Milwaukee Bucks. They, they got themselves down at various parts in, in various games and they, and they clawed their way back. Yeah. And that's, that's something that Raptor was, teams yeah. have never done before. That's right. Th- this is a different Raptor team mm-hmm. and they're up against one of the best teams in NBA history. It's going to be fascinating. It really it is. That's right. The last game they lost against the Bucks, you could tell when they came out in the next game, their whole strategy had changed. And uh, they were taking it to the hole more often, you know, being more aggressive, and it, and it worked. It was a great strategy, and well, I'm just looking forward to seeing what's going to happen tonight. Well, I mean, we've Crap, had the opportunity to just... just just to throw this in, Libby, uh, we, we, we get Butch Carter on the show quite often. And he, if there's an, a brighter mind in basketball than Butch, I, I, you know, I'm, I, I don't know anybody who knows basketball as well as him. And he, he says, you know, the Raptors have to do certain things, but they got to make shots. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got to make shots. And the key to the series is going to be Kyle Lowry and, uh, Danny Green. Mm-hmm. It, once they're, once they're covering Kawhi Leonard, uh, if they throw the ball out to Danny Green and Lowry and they sink those baskets, right. they got a sh- they got a real shot of winning the series. And, and, and it's not about the players only. I mean, look at look at the fans. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, all yeah. of a sudden we have three, four Jurassic Parks going, uh, and, and 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 the passion about the sport and and winning. They're part of the whole the whole tournament here. Okay, let's take a call from Marlene in Brampton. Hi, Marlene. <laughs> hey, Brampton. <laughs> Hi, Libby. Hi. I'm in my car, but I have a Bluetooth. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I played, I played basketball when I was in uh, high school. It was so different. Like, we could only bounce the ball three times past and all this. And now, like, the way they play it, I'm just so impressed with the change. Um... Even, uh, let's just say, go back a little bit. My um, my niece used to play uh, basketball in school, and, and she's playing more like along the lines these guys are. You could bounce that ball all over the floor. And now, the way they play uh, and these, these uh, black guys, they just know how to play basketball. And I'm just so enjoying it. Well, that's great, Marlene. Thanks. Enjoy the game tonight. Uh, how many people are you expecting? You know, that's a good question. Uh, How many I'm, people does it hold? It, it, I've heard numbers around four to 5,000 we can hold down there. Um, you know, if, and like I said, if it be, if they will close roads off if they need to and, uh, you know, be monitoring the situation to make sure it's very safe. Um, but, you know, we have a potential to, to really bring in quite a few fans. But to the, because tonight's the first night, you know, we're, we're going to be watching and seeing what the turnout's going to be. And I know as we continue on in the, the series, we're going to, it's going to grow. And are you going to tell us what it was? Sorry? Are you going to tell us what the turnout was? And oh, absolutely. <laughs> yes. We will definitely let you know and say if there's room for more and uh, we're close off another street, who knows? We'll. <laughs> we will grow. We and, want everybody there to pack it in. And Tony Alanis, what are you expecting tonight? We're expecting a heavy, heavy crowd in just about every restaurant and bar in the GTA, 
and in many, many cities across Ontario. And and it will be fun. Uh, we are going to win tonight. Raptors are going to win. <laughs> and we're going to go out to the second game. That's what we're going to be talking about after tonight. I certainly hope so. <laughs> and Wally, what would you like to leave us with? I'd like to leave you with this. Let's enjoy the moment. Yeah. Uh, it's a remarkable, remarkable uh, time in Toronto basketball history. It means a lot. We talked to Leo Routens on the show on Sunday, and he was emotional about it because he's been there since day one, grew up in Toronto. It means a lot to a lot of people who've been part of the Toronto basketball community. Let's enjoy the moment. Let's just whip wish the Raptors all the best and let's hope for victory. Okay. Thank you so much to everyone uh, and everybody. Hey, good luck and have a wonderful evening tonight. Tony Ellenis, Charmaine Williams and Walter Rigabon from the Naz and Wally Sports Hour. Thank you. We will absolutely do. Okay. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Uh, thanks for coming. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads. Idea City on the air and The Garden Show.